ain't good for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You have tuned in to the Flyers Sports and Entertainment Podcast. This is Stat Lines Matter. I am your host, Mark Stewart. This is my partner here, Rob Hunter Jr. What up? What up? What up? Oh, man, not too much. Before we get going, I want to tell you guys now, click below to subscribe. If you are on YouTube, click below to subscribe. I see y'all coming in and y'all watching, but you're not subscribing. You need to subscribe. Uh, on our YouTube channel. And of course, we're available in all other places where uh, you can find um, podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, uh, and any other place, Google, Chrome, whatever. Um, we are in all those places. Um, Rob. Yes. What's good? What's good, G? Well, how you doing? Man, I can't complain about nothing. Yeah, I, my energy is a little bit more up because we're recording later in the day for those that don't know. Yeah, we're usually in the morning. Yeah, we normally, yeah, like a Hollywood show. Yeah, and I'm on <laughs> I'm on coffee cup number two. Oh. So I'm- I'm, I'm on gonna, three. Oh, you're on three? I'm on three. Uh, so yeah. we're going to just be yeah. hollering yeah, at each yeah, other. Yeah, we're going to be turned up. So forgive us if we uh all over the place nah, with the energy. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I'm um, starting to sweat. Did you see- um? Did you see your man? I know last week I, I mentioned that I wasn't really messing with Chris Broussard these days because oh. I felt like he I felt like he was doing a lot of clickbait stuff, which I think is part of like the Fox approach to just say things that get attention and get clicks. Cause I think they've given up on the idea of beating the worldwide leader on traditional television, but they're beating beating them digitally. And so they're driving everybody to their digital platforms. And so he's saying things he wouldn't normally say. With that said, he said some real stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah. About um, the Rich Paul NCAA well, yeah, agent rule. That's right. That's right. For those of you that haven't seen it, he basically is encouraging all of the high school talent uh, to start going to HBCUs, um, which is uh, an interesting take, something that you and I had talked We've about. We've been talking about that before, for a year. Um, which could, you know, obviously turn things on its ear. You know, just imagine a guy like, you know, Anthony Edwards going to Clark, uh, which is the number one basketball player in the country at the time he already committed. Or, you know, a guy like, you know, who's the top, you know, top uh, football player now, you know, going to uh, yeah. Morehouse. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody like that, like a Dwayne Haskins or, you know, somebody like that taking their talents to, uh, you know, to, to uh, Prairie View State. Well, right. he's encouraging that now. And I think, it, I think it's more realistic. It did go the, viral though. Yeah, no, it went it went everywhere. I think the idea, the concept is more realistic in basketball, where it really doesn't matter where you play. Like John Morant proved that there's, you know, wherever you end up, if you can ball, they're gonna find you. We get guys from Europe, Luka Doncic, guys like that. If you ball, they find you. And you're only going for one year. Right. You're going and really, if we're being honest, you're in school for like 10 weeks. Right. So these guys are there and then they're out. Well, if you're gonna drop and inject, and this is the argument that I that you and I talked about. A year over a year ago, Broussard said it and it went viral. You see, he said it and everybody go crazy. Right. But really, it just comes down to if you're going to inject someone's university with $10, 20000000 million worth of value without giving any to you, you may as well give it to an HBCU. And I'm all, I'm all for that because HBCUs need that injection of cash anyway, and the facilities will get better. And actually, they could be more competitive if more people did it. Sure, sure, because we know how much money – uh, the eight, the athletic departments bring in right. uh, via, um, you know, basketball and obviously football. And television. You know, you imagine what, you know, if, if Zion went to, you know, Shaw University, you know, in his home state of South Carolina, you know, imagine how, you know, because obviously the profiles are large via uh, social media now coming out of high school. So one of those top talent guys surprises the world and goes to one of those universities, you know, they're, they're definitely, and what it does is it takes, 
boosters and alumni who don't necessarily always, you know, aren't involved in, you know, with the money side of things, you know, they, they graduate from universities and move on. You know, they may not be able to give the 100000 but all of a sudden they start to give 3000 4000 And if you can get, you know, uh, 100 of those to, to do that, then that makes a difference. But we're talking about the TV money. Right. And that's where things change. TV money, and then it changes the, the apparel money, too. I mean, you look at, like, what a uh, Coach K makes being the head coach of Duke or, or the head coach of uh, Kentucky, Calipari. Sure. And, and when you see that, that coach with that star power, well, that deal, that becomes a $6, 7000000 million deal with the apparel company in addition to whatever he's drawing down in salary. Right. And it's all above board that the coach can go and get all the money that the coach can get. There's no salary cap on that. There's no restriction on that. None of that passes through to the players. Interestingly enough, if a kid – I remember when I was in high school – we, uh, I remember because our colors were blue and gold. In my varsity year, we went to the, uh, to the Georgetown. We went to the Georgetown uniform with the silver and the blue with just a little bit of gold piping, and then we had the, the Hoya shoe. That sound hard. Yeah, it was hard. That, like, that, that when we hard. saw them, we was like, you know how the kids, when they see their new uniforms? <laughs> it was literally that moment. So all of a sudden, we, like, we looked like Georgetown when we run out on the court. We just had a little yellow accent that they didn't have. But we was wearing those shoes not because of John Thompson, right. because of Patrick Ewing and, and and the guys that were, you know, that were at Georgetown. And so when you when we saw uh, Zion like tear through the shoe, in the Duke game was against North Carolina. Yeah, and um, we were worried about his foot, not Coach K's. You understand what I'm right, saying? Like right, it's right, like right, right. No, like Coach K's getting the money, but the kids are emulating the player that they see. Right. You know what I mean? So I if you're gonna do that, I and I'm not saying it's got to be a mass exodus. But I'm saying we need to really think harder about why we're showing up, why players are showing up at Duke. Because let's be honest, like Coach K didn't do anything for Zion's game. Right. Zion's game is going to evolve in the pros. He's going to learn to shoot in the pros. Did 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 Coach K teach him how to shoot? And and well, because to subscribe to that would 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 be basically saying that those ten weeks were just a, yeah, like like life changing, amazing. Yeah. You know. So 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 so. Piggybacking off of that, we had the uh, the new the NCAA uh, come out and change the rules on the uh, NBA agents and, and and the contact that they could make uh, to representing um, potential uh, players that wanted to uh, right advising yes advising. The, it, yeah. which is which the advisory role for those of you guys don't, that don't know the advisory role is precursor to ultimately representing you so at the time when you cannot assume representation you can have these guys come in as advisors. That and you start building a relationship with the family. So now they're trying to remove the ability to be an advisor unless you have a bachelor's degree and you've been practicing for three years. So it may not, at the end of the day, affect Rich Paul's ability to get clients that are already established, but it will really mess up the next guy. Well, the yeah. next the next guy that has a homie that got in. And nobody, it's one thing that like people don't really know this. I don't know if you know this story because it kind of affects your team. Um, Steve Barkowski, your former quarterback for the Falcons. Not number 10. Number, went to Cal. Was it number 10? Yeah. His roommate was Lee Steinberg. Oh, wow. Started representing him. That's how Lee Steinberg became an agent. Oh, wow. The same way that Rich Paul became an agent. Oh, wow. That's a fun fact. Yeah. That, that was a fun fact. Yeah. Like, I had fun when you just said yeah. that. Yeah. It's it was, fun. It was a fun fact. Yeah. He's like, look at you bouncing <laughs> yeah, this shit. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, I um. Well, and, and you know what? I, you know, the NCAA—they're about as tone deaf as it gets. Uh, you know, making this rule obviously was in uh response to the success that Rich Paul had been having, um, via uh, over the last two years, and you could tell that uh, it, it seemingly had the undergird or the undercurrent of established. Uh, NBA guys or agents that have been around for a long time that would that are jealous of the success that he's having, I, and I'm willing I'm willing to say that, and I think that they were going to try to make that little small change, and I don't think that they thought that it was going to get the backlash that sure. it got, and sure. and and the interesting thing about the that, and how you know that this is disingenuous, at least for me, is that if you look at as recently as 2017, the scandal that happened um, with the basketball players uh, at. Um, Arizona and and uh, uh, Kyle Kuzma at Utah, all the play, all the people that got arrested were people with degrees, <laughs> right? Like all of right. them, you know. If you want to take it back even further, Hugh Freeze, degree, mm-hmm. Art Briles, you know, uh, Rick Pitino, all of these guys that have come up under you know suspension, you know, uh, ha- or, uh, all the stuff that's been around Calipari's name, all these guys have degrees. Yeah. So so if we're talking about, you know, it's not like you know as soon as you finish that last credit to get the you know, the bachelor's degree, you morph from Gargamel into T.D. Jakes or something. Like, it doesn't like, oh, next thing you know, you you know, you got a Bible in your hand. So so we know how disingenuous the rule is, and I think that uh, the NCAA missed big time on this one. Well, and I think, for me, it's not even just about how good of a job that he did. I think what people are, what where the real nervousness comes from, um, and I think this is probably amongst league, league owners, and also the NCAA. And it would not surprise me if there were some conversations. It wasn't so much about that he's doing well. It was about that this guy had control of the offseason. He's through LeBron, through their partnership, their relationship, they're able to swing and shift the balance of power in the NBA. In many cases, not just for their team, but for other teams. Like Because once they decide, once LeBron says, okay, we're going to L.A., because they don't care about, like, that's the biggest difference between when we were coming up. These guys don't care about the jersey. They play on team millionaire basketball player. Yes. Like, they're on that team. Yes. They don't care about the Lakers, Heat, Bulls, so, none of that. So what they've seemingly done, and, and this is the fan is, I would say, maybe the last to catch on, is like, man, they, they, it's not about team. This right. Is like, they, they kind of pulled the, the cover back, if you will, on what the owners try to sell, which is sure. to be loyal yeah. To to the Celtics, and yeah. The white and the green, green and yeah. Ah, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah, whatever, yeah. dude. Yeah. You know, and 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 I think for me, it looks like it. It just looks like there's a what you what you said that that narrative was going on, and also, I think that they got a kind of a taste of their own me- own medicine as it relates to just this country was built on the exact same nepotism that LeBron showed Rich Paul. Absolutely. You know, and, and I think that they didn't like that. Yeah. You know, now now obviously Rich Paul proved his his worth, sure. you know, because LeBron's not his only client. Nepotism has nothing to do with anybody failing at the job. Nepotism is about using a relationship to give someone access and and to make what should be an even playing field uneven in the favor of the person that you want to have the position. That's and right. I'm I am a product of nepotism. I'm a proud beneficiary <laughs> of nepotism. I've delivered nepotism and I've received nepotism and I because that's how things get done. And I think one of the one of the hustles that they run on the public is they make you believe that nepotism is something negative. But that's how all business is no, done. No. It's like 
I make calls on behalf of my kids sure. all the time. And our entire, like, government, yes. the country was founded. Yeah. The the classism that exists, the socioeconomic yeah. disparity is all on some version of nepotism. My son needs a summer intern, <laughs> that, needs a summer yeah. clerkship at your law office. That black people uh, have not, been locked out of yeah. the entire time. And so now the minute that it goes against the grain, then it's like we got new rules and new regulations. Now let me ask you the question. I'm going to ask you this last question. Ask the question. We're going to move on. Do you feel... Like Chris said, that it's racist. Chris said unequivocally that the rule was racist. In a nutshell, yes, I do feel that it's racist because I Is don't. Is it cut and dry like that? Uh, uh, maybe not cut and dry like that, but if you're asking me to say yes or no, yes, because I don't believe, let's say, if, uh, I don't know, if, if Luka Doncic had, you know, the same situation going on, I don't think they would have. They would have made the same rule. I think that you know, he, once he got Ben Simmons and then he got Anthony Davis, and you know, guys are starting to fall in line. I think that you know they were like, "Oh, hold on, wait a minute here," you know, because then they're looking at him going, "Well, LeBron wants Ben on that team," like because I think it's about putting the power in the hands of what they perceive is the players. Maybe they're not respecting the sort of line of demarcation between Rich and LeBron, right? And because I'm sure there is one. But the assumption is because LeBron empowered him that LeBron is running him. Now, does LeBron have influence? Absolutely. Does LeBron run Rich's business completely? Probably not. I think Rich is probably his own man. Right. Well, I mean, it definitely looks that way. Just yeah. watching the uh, the More Than an Athlete uh, documentaries, it looks like Rich is is totally self-made. Right. Because he's the one that created that relationship with LeBron. They didn't grow up together. They met in an airport. Wow, um, you know, so so he, a lot of people don't know that everybody thinks he's part of the, uh, as Phil Jackson called it, the posse. Yeah, no, no, yeah, they met each other. Uh, <laughs> he was selling throwback jerseys. You Get know. out of here! Yeah, yeah, uh, Rich Paul was selling that. throwback jerseys, and uh, LeBron. He they they liked the jersey that one another had on. You like they a ghetto a, thirty for thirty. <laughs> I thought it was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's really <laughs> okay. <laughs> Focus. Get back on track here. <laughs> yeah, they met at the throwback jerseys and they fostered a relationship and that and you know and now they're here. So 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 you know credit to Rich Paul and obviously this is not gonna stop. He not hunting players that may go back. He's a big game hunter. Yeah, that's you know, why I said yeah. he's looking for guys that are going into free agency. That I don't think it affects his business. That's why I said at the beginning I don't I don't think he's looking at guys like that. I think if guys want to come to him, he'd rather get them on that second come around contract anyways. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, you know what I mean? Yes. Like that would that when you really get the bread. I always say you won't be the second yeah. guy in. You won't be the first guy <laughs> in. Um switching gears real quick. Um your man ASAP is back. Oh, welcome back. Last time we spoke, ASAP was hemmed up. ASAP was yeah he was over there in Sweden like come get of, me. he was over there like come get me ASAP like, yeah like he he was he was he was uh banging the metal the metal uh mug the up against the the the, 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 the police uh the, the jail bars yeah. we taking we taking his situation very lightly but now nah, he um only only because he was talking so much smack when with Ferguson and all yeah. that I can't get that out of my mind yeah I, I, um, I'm not gonna get it out but he's back and I would imagine. By his own definition and his own quoting, he's back in women's draws. He's back, back in Soho. Back in back Soho, in back in Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills, and back in these hoes draws. You know, yeah, back off. That's of his quote. Hoes. That's yeah, not yeah, mine. Yeah, he's back in these drawers. I believe it was it was a draw. No, he said draw. Draw, okay. It's written drawers. But I know he <laughs> said draws. <laughs> yeah, hey, so, yeah, he's back. So, 
Um, we haven't heard from him yet. Has he shown up? He was. Uh, Has he, he was in. A, he was in a session with Tyler, the creator. Okay. And they they did a quick live, which he hit his whole face the whole time. Like Tyler was kind of like chasing him around, and he's like, "Yo, son, no, I don't want to be seen yet, yo." But he need a facial. <laughs> I don't know what he need. Me, my coming from Sweden, man, I don't know what the hell they got over. I mean, there. I, I would imagine that prison is not good for the skin, the healthiness. No, nah, it's probably yeah, probably you probably, probably dry. You can't really exfoliate in prison. Nah, you're not. Warm. You're not. There's there's, there's you know, no masks. No no ponds. None, none of that. No, cocoa butter. Coke. Nah, ain't, ain't got no none cocoa. Especially, Especially over Sweden. Sweden. I'm about to say because they ain't get yeah, you. They black. Ain't no creams and butters no, over there. No sulfur eight. Nah, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> just. just <laughs> you just got scalp water. Dry. <laughs> water. They probably ain't even got no clippers. Nah, they scalp could, dry. They cut dry. black people hair with scissors over there. Wow. <laughs> you just sit down every time. <laughs> That'd be eight dollars. <laughs> so, so, so his sentencing is on August fourteenth. Does he go? Uh, if he, if well, they were. How much they, he? How much did he ever put up for bond? They well, they don't have a, a bail system there. That's why he was. See, you can do that in an all white society. Yeah. You can just ask them, just come on back, Tom. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> I know you're. I know you're on the hook for three murders. Just come back when you're ready. Well, they were. They were talking to. Uh, I was reading that um, law professor uh, Eric Bylander, who was a former judge in Sweden, okay. said that um, he doesn't think that uh, he'll get any more jail time because in Sweden, there's like he said that the jail terms are not like America; they're not very long. So generally speaking, if he did get any jail time, he get credit for for time served. But on the off chance that they sentence him to the maximum amount is five years, and uh, they would they would ask the U.S. to extradite him if he didn't come back voluntarily, which. Leads me to believe that Sweden's probably off his list for 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 travel for now. Yeah, he needs to stay out of. Sweden. So the main takeaway is, you know, if you a hundred and twenty pound Pepe Le Pew looking dude, ASAP's on the loose. So you may not <laughs> want to cross paths with him because we saw what he did to the. Why do you break my headphone guy? <laughs> you broke it. Why yeah. do you do this one? Yeah, he gave him a... Yeah, ASAP just went over there and promptly tossed him He gave him the business. He gave him the wreck it, Ralph. Yeah. I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> he went... He went... <laughs> he went wreck it. For those of you who haven't seen wreck it, Ralph, that's, that was his thing. That's... You went, You gave away that you have kids. I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> that's the you have kids reference. Yeah, hey, so it's two. It's wreck it, Ralph, and then it's wreck it, Ralph breaks the internet. They're both awesome. See, my kids, that was after, my kids were older. There was no Wreck-It Ralph. Y'all ain't seen Wreck-It Ralph? Oh! Wait, they had Wreck-It Ralph when y'all was little? I never heard y'all talk about Wreck-It Ralph. Turn up. Turn up, turn up. You seen Wreck-It Ralph, Prizzy? Yes! But he got kids too. Yes! What a kid. (laughs) But it wasn't like, I was just trying to make the determination that you wasn't just walking in the theater with your sack of popcorn to go see Wreck-It Ralph. You went with a young companion. Yeah, a companion. So that sounds creepy. But I'm saying everybody in the room, saying. everybody in the room, just seen Wreck-It Ralph though. I haven't. Seen Wreck-It it. Ralph hard. It's hard. Wreck-It Ralph's totally hard. That's yes. what that's what my man Dream calls uh, Russell Westbrook. What Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the Dream. <laughs> Anyways, um, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask the you. The Black Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> I gotta ask you about your man because your man's back in the that? news. Who is that? Your guy. Yay. Oh. Jesus. Kanye West. This, okay, so, because you hit me earlier in the week, and you <laughs> told me that Kanye was building some sort of community, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I looked it up, 
and he's building a community. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Man. weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm going to let you explain it. Okay. So so Kanye West, for those of you that haven't seen uh, what he's doing, uh, and I, I got this from, from uh, TMZ, uh, so you can look it up on TMZ for yourself. But he's building some prototype uh, domiciles, if you will, that uh, prevent basically or made to prevent classism. Um, he, four dome-like structures, uh, which he's building on his 300-acre property. Um, they're basically, like I said, prototypes. And uh, ba- uh, some neighbors started complaining back on, uh, I believe it was July 18th, of night construction. They could hear the, which I don't know how you hear. He got 300 acres. That's a lot of damn acreage. Like, how how you hear that at night? Like, unless he got the properties on the edge, like by the street. It'd be quiet at night. <laughs> but I'm saying it's 300 acres. Like how you gonna you gotta be listening for that. And what what are you? You ever been doing? to Calabasas? Nah. It's quiet. Quiet in the daytime. Really quiet at they night. They don't be doing nothing out there? Not like that. Not constructing a uh a cult <laughs> housing. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's cult housing. So 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 basically the uh you know, the county came out there and told him that he needed the proper permits. He's got forty five days. We because they because they were if they're temporary, he doesn't need them. But since they were built on a, a concrete slab, uh, they said that it looks more than temporary, and so they were like, "You got to get the proper permits, or you got to tear these down." So I got okay. So I got so two things come to my mind, right? What? Because I I can't get the the desert church out of my mind. The right? desert church is taking it back to the essence of the Lord. So Kanye gets these people. He 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 tricks these people to go out to the desert and sing R and B songs. Sings R and B songs and he converts into God with gospel messages. That, hey, the ministry come in many different forms, and all the R and B come from the gospel anyway. Okay, but he's really closing the gap, right? Hey, hey he's so just then, bringing it full. Service. So then he brings. So it already feels like a cult to me. And then he brings what he's describing as temporary housing. Hey, he just built on his three hundred acres prototype. It just it just sound like it sounds like to me. That Ye is trying to like to really do his like he's trying to get his Jim Jones off. Well, and like I, he's trying to create the whole like y'all come out here. We don't have to go over there and sing no more. We gonna sing over here. Oh, drink this Kool Aid. <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick. <laughs> hey, before we get started, <laughs> before we get started, I need everybody to like just loosen up your throats. Drink this. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> and he passing it out himself. Yeah, he, <laughs> he passing it and out And the next himself. thing you know, people are running for their lives. Have you seen have you seen these domiciles? Have you seen I them? saw them today. Uh they 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 look they they look like uh some gangsta ass like uh beehives. It's like some 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 gangsta ass bees came up on some bread and was like, yo, we're gonna build our shit. We gonna lay our shit totally out, like take, yeah, we gonna take this to the next yeah, level. About to, cause, cause how we been living ain't what's up. It's not, it's not popping. <laughs> I think we I mean, got yo, some new design. Yeah, we got some some shit. I've been thinking, like I'm just some shit with some got wood, real wood, not this this like yeah, not them coals. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. So and Queen B gonna be real happy with right. this shit. So, 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 but I was I was looking at it, I was like, well, okay, well, if you want to eliminate classism and you gonna move in. I want to help you, cause me and my—I ain't never thought about living in Calabasas. But me and my wife, my my family, we'll gladly move into you and Kim's palatial, luxurious. Why you move state, out? Why you move out? Yeah, and eliminate classes. Yeah, we can eliminate, cause cause I know, cause look, I know you go, you know, I'm gonna be, I use the stuff. I ain't gonna let it just rot. You know, I'm gonna be in there. You gonna use the, I got. You gonna use kids. the pool? I'm gonna use the pool. The gym and, I, and 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 the fancy sink that he got. Have you seen that sink? No, it's flat, <laughs> and, and the water seen, just go down. Is the kitchen sink? 
No, in the bathroom. They got the, oh, the bathroom Yeah, scene. it's crazy. Like, it was on. They, it sounds like you've been over there. Nah, nah, but hey. You friends with A? But look, if he going to move out, if you want to really do this and you want to go in there, I sacrifice. Move. I ain't never thought about moving to Calabasas. But, but you'll I, do it for man, him. Man, yeah. I'm, man, look, look at Because you believe in Ye. I, I believe in Ye. I like his songs. You know what I'm saying? I've been down for a long time, ever since I, whatever the first album was. You know what I mean? But the question <laughs> is, here's the question that I have for you, though. This is my second question. Since his jaw was all jacked up. That one I've been like. Since, since, here's my second question. It was wide shut. And he, and, and, and he wasn't having no parts of Kim back then. He hadn't come up far enough just yet. All quiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all quiches. All, all V103 is my favorite station. Now, now give, give me, me my, my money. money. Chicks. <laughs> all um, HBCU. <laughs> um, who's advising Kanye? I think because because I've, 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 I've overseen several construction projects, and there's a permitting process that you go through. Who was the dude that was around him going, hey, man, you ain't got to worry you hey, ain't got to worry about no Let's make permit. these honeycomb let's hot just, outs. Let's just start building. <laughs> hey, I'm coming over with the truck hey, and the hey, wood. Hey, just call him. What's the name of his advisors? We don't know. The L-O-R-D. And that's why this is going to work out. And we going to be in Calabasas while he over there. With your so you're you going to be over there singing I, Be Optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. As long as you I keep, sing that now. As long as, but you're going to be singing it when he tell you to sing it. As long as you keep. <laughs> sing it. <laughs> hey, so, he, so you so you really think that he out here about to create the first black I I think Kanye, cult. I think, here's the thing. If me or you or anybody that we know be like, hey, all y'all come out. Like, if I call all the hot people in Atlanta. Like, man, y'all come out. That's a lot of a, phone calls. There's a lot a of field. hot dudes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of hot clicks out yeah, here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You call all, everybody's hot, used to sing, sing, and everybody. And you go, man, come out. We're going to go in the field and just, I got some songs I want y'all to sing. First off, <laughs> first off, it, it, it's, it's not like that. He <laughs> I gets got the, some. <laughs> he get the tabernacle, hold my mule. On church down off of, the but street. they not singing none of those songs. But uh, they come down and the They're choir not singing, singing none of those songs. and then the, the celebrities come out. They feel the spirit, and they catch the Holy Ghost. They be in there talking about Jesus, swing my way. <laughs> they be singing like, like they they singing. Sure they take feel it good, good to me. me. <laughs> they be singing real. Urban classics. Drop it low for Jesus. <laughs> Yo, what was that? You saw that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, hey, I, was like, I had to turn that off. I was like, that shit kind of ride. I, no, it's, that's the thing. I had to turn it off because it was kind of hot. But I was like, I'm not going to, as a Christian, I'm not going to do this. Drop it low for Jesus. I was like, what? All right, anyway. Anyway, no, how it would work is. Is that on, is that on the DSPs? Is that on uh Oh uh, no! I don't. Is that on Apple Music? Man, or it better be by now because that was hot. But but uh, hey. I just seen it on Instagram. Oh yeah, that's why I saw it. I saw it on the ground. But uh, yeah, I, anyway. So I think it could work if, like I said, you get the choir. You y'all be out at Piedmont Park doing your thing with the with the instruments that ain't plugged up. Yeah, and how's he even pulling that up? The Lord. I'm telling you, the hey. Lord is power. Is powered by. I'm gonna Jesus. start a website. Keep an eye on Kanye.com. Just watch him. He bears, as my mom would say, he bears watching. Hey, you just, you be, 
<laughs> Put your good eye. Put your good oh, eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the way you pull up the website. Yeah. That's, the, that's, the, that's the logo. <laughs> it's just the good eye. Keep a good eye on Kanye. Keep a good eye on Kanye. Um, no, and, 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 and then there's different, it's different little tabs. Somebody check on Kanye tab. Yeah. Those are the people that ride by. Exactly. Check, check on Ye. Somebody pray for Kanye. Yeah, that's man. You got, we got to watch Ye. I love Ye. Shy Town in the house. But somebody need to keep an eye on him. Um, right now, Jerry Jones... Wants to keep an eye on Zeke, but he can't because Zeke is in Cabo. Man, yeah. So, so yeah. So the uh, Dallas Cowboys reported to Oxnard, and Zeke reported to Cabo. For so they R&R. went in two different. They went in two different directions. Yeah, yeah they just Zeke like is training. This. Yo, hey, I mean Zeke is running in the sand right now. I mean, we, hey, like Apollo. Remember when Apollo and Rocky was running? In the I sand? do. And then and then and then because uh, Apollo kept beating. Rocky, yeah. and he was frustrated. And yeah. then when he finally got the come on, stallion, the eye of the tiger. Uh, he finally beat him, which is totally like all of a sudden you get faster than a black. Pulsate. You're not gonna get. You're not like, gonna. How did that happen? I'm gonna say this: if you're Italian, you're not gonna get faster than a black guy. It's not gonna happen. Nah, hey, and let me. So, you never. Okay. It's never gonna happen. All right, so we can edit this out. We I'm not editing out nothing. No, because I got because I, I was thinking about this last night. I was thinking about how how unrealistic. There's two things. I was Don't thinking, you say Rocky's unrealistic. No, well, there was two things. I was thinking about, okay, first off, how unrealistic it was. Well, two things. For for first, for people to be frustrated that there was a Rocky 4 and 5. Because if you're a boxer, like, you're supposed to have way more fights. Like, think about this. The Apollo thing shouldn't have ended after the second fight. They tied one fight. They won. He barely got up and won in the second fight. You know there's a Rocky three. I mean that, that uh, third the fight. third fight yeah. with him and Apollo. Right. Like that's some bull. Like how you just move on. He retired after that. Like oh, well I'm because out. you got if you go back to but the original. How, how you, much bread? But, for the but, third but, fight. But feel me on this. If you go back to the original Oscar award winning screenplay, Rocky was a retired fighter. He was like a like a, a, like a gym rat. Like he was like a mostly like a sparring guy. Yeah. That it he had a, a career. Fighter. He, he was a club, club fighter. So getting him just to, and he was a replacement fighter because the dude that was originally supposed to got fight hurt. got hurt. Spider Rico. So everything after that was like he was way past his expiration. But then he started. So beating. he was looking for his way out the whole time. But okay, so then let's okay, so then okay, Clever Lang, he gets his ass toe out the frame. Then he had to go get that bread. Then he be but you know there's a rematch clause in there for a third fight. You're not gonna just move on. You get the—Mr. T gets a third fight, for sure. No question. Uh, okay, and so then you go to the whole Drago thing. He kills Apollo. He goes over to—and this is the biggest money fight that they missed out on. He goes over to Russia, beats him. You come back and fight in the Garden. You come back, yes. Now we come fight. and then yeah, that, fight yes. in the Garden. Plus, because also, he, remember, he did it for free. Yeah. Now, now, you, now you get that bread. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, they just missed out on so much money. In yeah. my mind, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, you're looking at the business. Yeah, I get then, it. And then, and then, and I was thinking like, so how? I was like, how y'all mad? Because it's only five. It really supposed to be like nine of them bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be like nine. Like how you right. mad? Oh, they're gonna fight again? Right. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to be mad rematch. Way, yeah, yeah. You're 100 percent right. So that's what I. So that's what I was thinking about. I was just laying in the bed like that's supposed to be way more. We got cheated on. Us. We did. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how we've literally managed to squeeze Rocky into what I believe now is a record-setting sixth 
<laughs> sixth episode of Stat Lines Matter. Like, we literally get Rocky in. Um, Zeke. Get, get him back to Zeke, Zeke though. Yes. Um, one of the things that I think is interesting, and I, I'm, I'm going to reverse my – I'm not going to reverse my position, but I'm going to add to my position. Initially, I was um, – I felt like Zeke was being selfish. Like, even if you want to get a new contract, I believe you come to training camp because training camp matters to a football team. Like Stat Lines. They do. Facts. They absolutely do. Training camp matters as well. And I think missing training camp when you have two years, stop, stop playing to the camera. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You sit like the cameras. In you got head. the good mic. I got the good camera. What? There are no bad mics, just bad hosts. <laughs> <laughs> it's never the equipment; it's the operator. Exactly. Um, no, but I once I thought about it, I realized something. There's leverage that Zeke has for this season. They're, they have their contracts in a place. Like I'm not saying that the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, but I would say that most reasonable experts have them in the, the third of the teams that can legitimately find their pathway to a Super Bowl. They have a, uh, an excellent defense. They have a great offensive line, mostly under contract for this season, and then things start to happen. And then they have a, a quarterback on a rookie deal, which is going to change next year. So that that in and of itself closes the window because then once you sign Dak, whether it's for twenty million or thirty million a season, it's deals that you're not going to be able to do. Zeke knows that, and then and I hate to say this, I don't want to, I don't want to be disrespectful. Don't disrespect. But Jerry's getting up there in age, so the opportunity for him to to win again, and I heard Michael Irvin say this, the opportunity for him to win again is that window's closing too. I don't know if Zeke is that savvy to really factor all those things in and go, now's the time for me to get my money. Mm-hmm. Because they, cause now, if that running the game doesn't pop off, just like what happened with Emmitt Smith back in, I want to say, 96 or 97. 93. Is it 93? Mm-hmm. And he sat out. A couple games later, they had to give him the bread. They had to give, well, had to give him that money. Well, okay, and that's right. And that that is what I – He's got them in advice. What, what we're talking about here, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's his only play because he has – Two years left on his contract, unlike Le'Veon Bell, who had already played on the franchise tag one time. So if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you're thinking to yourself, you know, we have all the leverage. Not to mention, I think that he's playing he's playing poker because they're trying to get two other deals done with Amari Cooper and, and, and Dak. Dak. You know, so so and if those two deals get done beforehand, then he really is putting himself in a ba- in a bind. Now, where where Emmett Smith, when he was playing craps and he won because they started off 0-2. Now with the Cowboys, with their opening with their opening um open their first three games uh, Giants, Washington, and Miami. All wins. So so if they go three, three and oh, then his his leverage kind of goes out the window. Now he You think I, I don't know if his leverage well, goes out the window, but it, it, it if they start off three and oh, they not it depends on how they go three and oh though. Are they are they are they running the ball? Well, you, well, okay. Well, Alfred Morris and that old line. I think, I think, I think that Alfred Jerry's, Morris is not. I think that I think that Jerry's and, 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 and you probably are right about yeah. that because he's not what he was. But back they got when he was two the rookie Redskins. backs. I think the kid yeah. Weber and, a, and another kid. I think that you know. Order, I, I, think. I think I just think that he's. That's the only play he's got is the hope if he's going to take it that far. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And I and I listen. I'm not saying this is going to necessarily work out for Zeke, but I think but that. But you hit he it. Played it. I think no. he played it. With the when he had the aces, yeah, you hit it. I you, think he got the aces. That's right the that that is the only route to getting the money. If right. they start and if they lose those first two games, 
they got to come talk to him. They're going to open the yeah, coffers. It's going to yeah. be a real conversation about getting him more money. So Because right now he's playing, just to reset, he's playing two more years for $12 million. And I think for a running back with his volume of carries, he's thinking about if I get hurt, he's thinking about the, the CTE situations. I mean, he runs very physical, and he gives you everything he's got. And when you're taking that banging, you want to get paid. Two more years of that, he might not be worth anything to the Cowboys or anybody else yeah, I mean, if he's banged up. You think two, the only year that he didn't, he's only been in the league three years, but the only year he didn't lead the league in rushing was the year, the year he missed the six same, games. Yes, seven, six seven, games. Yeah. So, he's, so he's a guy who had 77 catches last year. Now there are four guys total that are holding out right now, in, uh, including Zeke. Uh, you got Melvin Gordon. You got Jadavion Clowney, uh, Melvin Gordon running back for the Chargers, Jadavion Clowney defensive end for the Texans, and Trent Williams offensive lineman for for the Redskins. So who do you think get their deal done first? Now, I say say this. This is what I say. I think Trent going to get his deal done first because his name is Trent. Non-threatening Trent. You know, Trent, oh, oh, how you doing, Trent? Is it Trent? Is it Trent or is it Trent? So, is it Trenton or is it Trent? Yeah, right. like, you know, white people feel comfortable doing business with a guy named Trent. Now, Melvin, I think I think Jadavion is last because shit just don't work out for people named that crazy. You know what I'm saying? I think it's last, but that's— They don't catch—Jadavion's don't catch breaks? That's as far as I want to go talking about that because he lives in South Carolina. He could pull up on me. And Facts. I'm not ready for that kind of smoke. Nah, that's, a, that's a big boy. That's a dog smoke. Yeah. Like the, yeah. like that smoke that's coming out it's the, the, the 18 wheeler. Yeah. Oh, and you'd be like, that's that, soot. You're like, that can't be good for the environment. Yeah. <laughs> Jadavion smoke wouldn't be good for my environment. <laughs> and so Jadavion fourth, but then Melvin's third. Melvin just sounds like your 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 uncle that drink a little bit too much cognac. A little bit, a little bit too much. Yeah, the some uh the uh uh the drinking uh too much of that um irk and jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brent, yeah, yeah, that nasty stuff. Melvin, and his name Melvin, which yeah, Melvin. is almost as bad as Willie. And we, it's, it's, it is Willie. And you know Willie is the type that owe you $5 but ask you for five more. <laughs> and we like, it ain't nothing but $5. He'd be like, you owe me $5. Now you owe me 10 Like, come on, man. You know I'm good for it. But I think Zeke is second because that's a biblical name. Especially when you say Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. It sounds like there's some And you some can honor only press so far messing with the Lord if you want your day to go right. But you do realize that. that's a little bit of a stretch. Just because he has a biblical name does not make him biblical. It doesn't, but Ezekiel is a big biblical name, so it's power attached to the name. Just like it's power in the name of Jesus. Yeah, but the name of Jesus is not the name of Ezekiel. No, it ain't. Those but, are two different names. But it's in the Bible together. Yeah, but Jesus is a little <laughs> bit more prominent. <laughs> In the Bible. Uh, duly noted. And <laughs> facts, I won't dispute the fact that Jesus was a little bit more pivotal figure. In the, in the, whole, <laughs> in the, in the whole thing. In the whole, <laughs> in the whole kit and caboodle. But I just think if you want you want your your, your judgment day to go right, you go ahead and tighten Zeke up. You pay in Zeke. <laughs> you tighten Zeke up. I feel you. I feel you on that. Um, A-B. A-B. Yeah. A-B-C-D. Yo, what's up with A-B, man? A-B. With the adventures of the frozen feet. Man. If you here's the thing that's so Have you seen interesting the pictures? I didn't see the pictures. I saw the pictures, but I couldn't look at them. I didn't want to see black bubbly feet. Because you ever see Bubbly you ever, bubbly you ever see, um, feet. You ever see Mr. Deeds? No. Oh, with the black foot. With the black foot. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> 
Antonio is <laughs> thanks for the lift, Deeds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think I think I think Antonio done got he got I just think he's things are just kind of getting spiraling out of control a little bit because he got too much money now. Because he can he didn't win and I and I didn't even know this before last night. I know he got off in the crowd therapy. First of all, you from Liberty City. We don't you don't do that. You don't you from Liberty, you don't get inside the cryogenic chamber. Black folk mm-hmm. don't do that. And I know they seen Floyd Mayweather do it and that, but he's not from Liberty City. Yeah, when you when you're <laughs> from a warm weather climate, you do you're supposed to do some infrared hot like yeah. you don't go to you don't go you, your body's not suited for the cold. Well he, and then he was in France. First of all, we don't go to France. No, we like, go to France. No, niggas in Paris. That's a song. No, no, no. I, niggas in Paris is a song. Yeah, you you been there, but you ain't you from the I suburbs. You from the suburbs? No. Facts. You know what I'm saying? He from Liberty. Black folk from Liberty City do not go to Paris. You taking? I think you're far. boxing him in. I'm. How, look, and he hot air balloon. That I'm against. We don't go in the hot air balloon. Facts. What we don't he, go in hot air. Why balloons. is he doing that? Yeah. See, I, just want, I think the bread, you were over in Paris. Why are you there? Why are you in a hot air balloon? Why are you in a cryogenic chamber? I, I, I can't explain why. Why is he in the cryogenic chamber? Yo, you a tropical looking person. Okay? And you run tropical. You you run super tropical. You have tropical, tropical speed. You got the and agility yes. and quick twitch muscles. <laughs> yes, yes. Been chasing, all tropical. Been chasing all the rabbits. <laughs> all tropical. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I'm like, why are you why are you doing this? Like, And then you then I'm looking at him. I'm like, you have, it's like, he's got this Rastafarian thing going on. He's like, he's morphing into a Rastafarian, might be an African witch doctor type look. It's terrible. And then, and then. It's terrible, but, terrible, but, terrible. But, 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 you, but your fade down below is like, <laughs> like a Birmingham, Alabama fade. Like, it's real nice and neat, but up top is messy. Like, it's, and then. Wait, yeah, but wait. <laughs> So it's Birmingham down here. Yeah, Birmingham. It's Birmingham down here. You know they don't go crazy. Burn. They keep it nice, keep high, it nice. tight. Yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. civil rights. Yes, <laughs> freedom rider face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He and he, but he got this like I'm super woke up top. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm woke up top, but I'm not so much down the bottom. Right. I just it's just like some weird stuff going on. So I feel like I feel like I feel like it's just the money is just got things a little off kilter for him a little bit. It's okay to cool off in the AC. Okay, air conditioning, fine. Right. Cryogenic, and you from Liberty City? Too much. That's not, that, no, don't do that. Too much. Don't do that. And and I don't know if you saw this on a more serious note, that um, there was a, um, I want to say Timmy Gatling, but Timmy Gatling was the Justin, original guy. Justin, Justin Gatling, because Timmy Gatling was an original guy. Um, <laughs> no one knows random. that. Random. I, I know that. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Justin Gatlin had a similar feet. Uh, yeah, like he had the Blackfoot, uh-huh. the frozen Blackfoot. Blackfoot. Yeah. And he said he was out for months. Yeah, that would be another another disastrous move. Sure. For the Raiders, the Raiders, if you could, they can You know, in in the movie life, can't get right. They can't get right. Did you see? Did you see uh, the first episode of A Hard Knocks? Or not yet? I no. I I watched it and then I fell asleep on it, so I got to watch it again. So no, well. I just that what you just said another bad move, but the, I think the worst omen was Antonio Brown's children asking where Ben Roethlisberger was. <laughs> yeah, like, was like, like, yo, that, that can't be good. Yeah, like, I know, like Ben is cool and everything, <laughs> but the whole discussion about we don't play with Ben no more 
shouldn't have been played out in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, where's Ben? Yeah. He's like, I don't play with him no more. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't know. Why are you worried about Ben? Yeah, hey, shut up. Yeah. You know? And did you see, and did you see, uh, did you see Richie Incognito? Like it's like he's like in all the meds. Like he's on all his medications. Yeah, but but you kind of want you want Richie blocking without his meds. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Richie, every time he goes to Pro Bowl, there's no meds, but then right. he gonna call you niggas and stuff and yeah, go on yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. But he's gonna block everybody. Oh, he's gonna keep the hole's gonna be as wide as the damn. Yeah, he's gonna but, but now he with his meds on. Like I don't know who he is with his meds. He's on all the Zoloft. Yeah, he, he's on all the Prozac, all the Advil. Hey, but that team doctor gonna have to the cycle on, yeah. cycle off or something like <laughs> all the Cialis. He's taking everything. <laughs> <laughs> he taking it all. Yo. It's a, and I thought another another moment was, I thought was pretty funny was when John Gruden asked Derek Carr, like, you liking the offense? Derek Carr goes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That like, offense what, stinks. Like, what is he supposed to say? Like, Let me, first like of all, your offensive coach, yeah. head coach says, do you like the offense? And you like, uh, <laughs> what is he supposed to say? We getting there. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm still trying to fill it out. I mean, I listen, Gruden... I love Gruden on Monday Night Football. Let me let me make that clear. I loved him on Monday Night Football. I think he's an amazing personality, and I loved him on the uh, the quarterback show. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Was Gruden's awesome. quarterback room, uh, awesome yeah, stuff. Yeah. But if you go and study his record, like when he went to Tampa and won, he won with Dungey's players and never really did much without his guys. Didn't have a great record, and he scared. If I was a Raider fan, I'd be scared to death. When he came in to the press conference and said, "Hey guys, we're gonna go. We're gonna throw this thing back. We're gonna get us a tight end. We're gonna get us a fullback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna get us some offensive linemen. We're gonna run the football. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And 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 nobody has a fullback. The fullback is like obsolete. No more Larry Sinners. No, no. And Larry Sinners was a different because he he, he caught, caught the passes. ball. Lorenzo Neal. Yeah, Lorenzo <laughs> Neal's and you you know the list goes on and on. Um, what they were running. It's cool, but like when you see, like what these Lincoln Riley quarterbacks are coming to the league, what they're able to take on initially, because I think you're seeing something very. I believe you're going to see something very similar with Kyler Murray that you saw with with uh, with with Baker, somebody who comes in who understands concepts. It doesn't mean he's going to tear the league up rookie year, but there's passing concepts that are now working in college that are now working in the pros. Where it used to be like what we're doing over here doesn't even speak to what we do over here. Now, regardless of where you're lining the tight ends up or whatever, there's things about the passing game that these guys understand. And, like, what Lincoln Riley's teaching, I think with the chance that um, the, the coach at Arizona, what they're teaching him, what, the reason that they brought him in is because Cliff it's Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. It's just a whole new day. What it's not is get yourself some big tight ends and some fullbacks and run the ball. Hey, let me tell you something though. If you start winning with that, what you gonna start seeing? Everybody gets Everybody some tight ends, back. fullbacks. Yeah. I don't think I don't see it happening yeah. though, man. I, I mean, just don't. Yeah, I, uh, I, um, you, you're probably right about that. You know, it's just the league is is changing. Um, and I think I think that the reason why you won't see the fullback and the big tight end or the you know double tight end, you won't see that return is simply because of the way the rules are. The rules reward downfield op, uh, downfield chances. You know, they just, you know, roughing the passer, uh, pass interference, um, you know, uh, defenseless receiver rules. All that stuff is there to reward guys that are putting the ball down the field. You yeah. know, so I, I definitely don't see. And guys are, guys are better at it. Guys are better throwers of the football um, deeper down the field. You know, you look at passer ratings up 
you know, a 90 passer rating used to be good. Now you're looking at anybody who shows up with a 90 passer rating now, you're like, man, we got to improve this position. Yeah. Um, completion percentages, which are always a little bit um, misleading statistically. But you don't want a quarterback throwing, completing less than like 65, 66%. But that's why you like QBR better than QBR. I love, I love QBR. Yeah. I don't really look at the uh, the other the other. Um, I look the at them. Thing. I look at them both because generally speaking, the QBR is not always reflective of the QB rating, but they're generally. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're the same, but if you look at other quarterbacks, generally the disparity is the same. Right. Uh, outside yeah. of a few guys, you know, but but it's generally speaking the same. But I think I think what the QBR uh, statistic does is it factors in. Just the overall success at the position. It's a it's a it's a better measure. It's a man. much I, I better, yeah. well thought out metric. I, because it, if the numbers are clean, for those of you that may not understand, I'll give you a small discrepancy. QBR does not give you credit for a screen pass that goes ninety yards. It gives you credit for that completion, right? And 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 that's basically about it. Whereas the QB rating gives them credit for the ninety yard uh, touchdown, like right? As if they threw the ball ninety yards, right? Right, exactly. But then the QBR also factors in damage that you do running the ball as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. So, so you see uh, dual threat quarterbacks be able to kind of artificially that, that's why I pump said their number. It's a, a little, little bit. bit. Some quarterback is it's it's yeah. a little bit more beneficial. But but the point being, I'm not a real big believer in this sort of Raider movement. Um, I'm gonna watch it. You know, I like I said, I like Gruden. I'm not I'm not rooting for him to lose. But I can tell you this: I don't like what I hear. It just sounds like old. It's like it's like being in the music business and walking in the room and having somebody talk about the you know the way we used to do it. It's like if you're having that conversation about how you used to do it, you're in trouble. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and when he came out and said, "Man, you know, we're gonna we're gonna line it up and run it," while everybody else is spreading it out and throwing it all over the field, I just don't think I, I don't think you're smarter than. The other thirty-one coach. Well, and I thought, I thought like when when the show first came on, and I was listening to his pregame speech, it sounded kind of weird. Like when he when he was talking about, I don't care about your dreams. I don't care about them. I, I want your nightmares. I want the nightmares. I want you to make a nightmare. And I'm like, what is this? What is this Halloween? Like, what the what? Why is this? Some why is everybody got to be? How come you can't pursue your dreams in, in the dark? Like, and be, like, and be a nightmare to some, he was yeah. like be a nightmare to another yeah, player. Yeah, you got to like, take someone's job. You got to take the job, and you gotta you gotta. I'm like, hey, hey. I heard that, and I was like, this is, yeah, it, no, it just this could go either way. It just, yeah. <laughs> well, I just <laughs> felt like you 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 want to. I think hopefully you're able to inspire people to play above their heads or to play to their potential right. depending upon their ability. Right. With, with the whole, I want nightmares and this nightmares. I was like, well, you like, you trying to hype up like, like scary villains for right. the movie. Like, I, anyway, point is, I thought it was weird. I think their whole thing is weird. And, but we'll see. Maybe they'll, maybe, you know, uh, AB black feet will heal and he'll be, cause he looks swift. Even with the even, even with, the, with, with the, the swelling with the, and the blackness, yeah, yeah, he didn't look like Demarcus Cousins. Right? <laughs> Go Demarcus! No, he he was out there looking like, <laughs> you know, like like Liberty City. How they be looking, yeah. you know? But Demarcus looked like he got arthritis in the knee. Demarcus didn't look healthy, and even with that, he he averaged sixteen points, eight nine boys. He's a skilled player. My gosh! He's so a skilled anyway, we just we're not talking NBA. This we're gonna let the NBA. Year, right? No, yeah. but we we gonna talk about. I do want to talk a little bit. Okay. About um, uh, Ben Simmons in a second. But Baker, I know you love Baker. <laughs> Big Baker fan. Can you can you hear 
the the sarcasm, the facetiousness, and the. I I call I called you the other day. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let our listeners know that I called you the other day and told you if Baker Mayfield was a stock, I bought in the Baker Mayfield stock coming out of college before the draft, and the, now the stock is up, and I'm saying I'm such a believer in my purchase that I would go back in at the higher price and buy more stock today. And I'm saying I said that before. Last night's Baker blistering Mayfield performance is Enron. Baker Mayfield is Enron. If you bought Baker Mayfield stock, sell right now. I'm your broker. I would never, and brokers not supposed to tell their clients to sell. I'm calling you, telling you out of my fiduciary responsibility as your broker, performing suitability. Sell, 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 sell now. Baker Mayfield last night, he did look good, but so did Kyler Murray. Did you see Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray looked good. Kyler Murray, I mean, because they're not they're running base defenses. And you know what they did, which was whack. Kitchens did. They came out, and I know that Jay Gruden had to be like, really? They ran a no huddle. Like Well, they're working on that. <laughs> I mean, don't, you don't you come out and run can't. the tag on no huddle. <laughs> you don't do that. You don't do that in the first preseason game. As my man Kanye said, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm just saying, like you don't, you don't, because nobody does that. Not in the first, maybe in the third game, but not in the first one. You come out and you run no huddle with your. Okay, all right. So anyway, I just feel like, like it's, it's year two. It's year two. He feel like Cam Newton, and I've told you that. I've told you that Baker Mayfield is gonna end up like Cam Newton, but probably worse. Look, here's what I'm gonna say. Oh, Baker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Baker, can I touch your beard? <laughs> oh, Baker, I cannot see. If I touch your beard, you hear my, I will see and I will see your beard. Yo, <laughs> funny. Oh, very funny. Um, nah, it's very, very different. Don't even make me, I can't even believe you're going to make me do this. It's I'm very, making you do it. It's anything. different than Cam for the reasons that I told you coming out of the draft. Baker is extraordinarily accurate with the football, and you know that to be true. He pinpoints the football. And the thing is, and I know for guys like you, and I will put Colin Cowherd in this category, that want to be able to be right or partially right about Baker. Now you're, I hear you guys laying these landmines because you can't argue that he's, his accuracy is NFL-ready. He's got a, a, a swag and a, a, a confidence in his swag, play. Swag, his beard. And a confidence in his play. And then... Look at his cleats. <laughs> you finished? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I really apologize. I'm not supposed... Me, he and I, we talked about this on the phone. We can't interrupt each other doing <laughs> And I'm just, I'm just out of control right now. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, so now you guys have resorted to... Well, what's going to happen when they lose two games in a row? And and how's the locker room going to be? And how is he going to talk to his receivers? And how's it going to be if if Kinchin has a bad day with the press? And like now it's like all these like like things that are happening around the game. It's not we're no longer talking about his ability to read defenses. We're not talking about his ability to to put the ball to receivers where they need to go. And here's the other thing that we're no longer talking about. He's got Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, running game, Chubb. He got more running game coming. He got more he, running game coming. He got, he got running, <laughs> running game on the way. <laughs> he got Callaway, which was a steal. Was that his name, Callaway? Mm-hmm. A steal. Name, yeah. 
And then the guy who threw the he threw the touchdown. He's got weapons. He ran all that drive last last night against with all his second team receivers. So you we know that he's been fortified with the weapons. The the he's got. It's not like he's out there with a defensive coach and they just throwing the offense to somebody and going to do what you do. This whole thing is geared around him being a trigger man with all of these weapons. So if the belief is going to be that he's going to all of a sudden turn into like Rex Grossman year two or turn into to, to Worse. E, uh, EJ Manuel or, you know, somebody Joey like that. Harrington. Joey Harrington. Like, that's not going to happen. Y'all look, can, you and Colin can just look, get that out your mind. Look, look. Get that out your mind. One in five last year against playoff teams. And the one win was against Baltimore, in which Joe Flacco was starting. Ten interceptions against those uh, against those playoff teams as well in those games. So I feel like I feel year two. First of all, the the one of the biggest things, the reason why a lot of players regress in year two is because the expectation. And you can't deny that the expectation expectation is, is through the roof. They're out of whack. Through the roof. And I think they're out of whack. Yeah, they're completely out of whack. And I think I think look, if if y'all want, and we we're gonna do some betting shows in the future. One of my one of my favorite picks of week one is Tennessee money line. It's five and a half. The line is five and a half right now. But the Tennessee Titans finished finished last year nine and seven. Game out of the uh, a game out of the the playoffs. Three of those losses came with Blaine Gabbert at the helm. So you got a team that's that's coming in and nobody is looking at as, you know, uh, a threat to really do anything deep in the postseason. But Mariota was hurt a lot of last year, and I think I think that that first game is ripe for the picking for a money line play. What city? They're playing in Cleveland. I'll give you – here's what I'll give you. Because the five-and-a-half asking Cleveland to win a game by a touchdown, essentially, is a lot. For who they are, particularly in week one, in week one, for who they are, I'll give you that. I don't think the, the money line is a value play. I don't think it's going to happen. But if you wanted to lay, if you want to lay some money on that as a better, I get it. Here, I think it's them by a field goal. I think it's Cleveland by a field goal, close game. Because you also have to factor in that Tennessee lost their offensive coordinator to Green Bay. Oh, good point. Good point. So there's going to be some new sort of acclimation there with their inexperienced But they still going to give Derrick Henry the ball probably 25 times. And and, and 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 with that being said, I am not a big Derrick Henry guy, but we did get a chance to see him show a little bit of the promise in the second he half He had some season. big games, he had, and he, he had, had some really deceptive uh, open field speed. But I, I will say well, He's this, always been fast. He just finally was able to get it going. I'll say this as a last betting note as it relates to uh, just overall is – this is the week one in the NFL, really the first two weeks, and, and Mark, you you already know this, is the week where a lot of people make a lot of money in the NFL because the handicappers hadn't got a chance just to, you know, to get a lot of information out there. So week one in the NFL, be looking for us to do a betting show because it's coming. Yeah. And, and get your money. I think this is one of those games, and I, I Mark feels the same way. Uh, that five and a half is too much. I think it's too many points. But I like Tennessee straight yeah. up. No, no, no. And I understand why you're playing it. Like, I get it 100% why you're playing it. I'm not going to play that. But when you have to try to find a value in a money line play, I'm not mad at it. Hey, that. if y'all bet Tennessee and y'all win, then it's because of my advice, y'all need to cash out. I'm about to say, give them the cash out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we probably should get out of here. This is a good time to break. I know we had a couple more things that we want to touch on. We'll roll those over the next week. 
Um, in the meantime, we definitely want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Um, again, we need you to come over to the YouTube, comment, subscribe, do all that. <laughs> um, come mess with us, man. We ha we having a good time doing this. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be here each and every week. I'm looking forward to football season. Uh, we're going to be doing some interesting things, um, even in another type of show where we're talking about strictly gambling and fantasy. So it'll still be me and you, but we're going to be talking about only gambling and fantasy for the real heads that do that. And then we'll be doing our normal Stat Lines Matter stuff. Um, like I always say, Stat Lines Matter is available in all the places where you find uh, podcasts all over the you know the world, the, the, the Apple Podcasts, the Spotify, SoundCloud. But um, you get to see this in its entirety on YouTube. Uh, and also follow us, particularly on our Instagram, where Rob goes nuts and has a great time on Instagram. There's some great back and forth that you can have with him and him and myself, uh, as well as Twitter, where Stat Lines Matter on both. And we also, uh, information about the show is available on our Facebook. Uh, and lastly, uh, if you have any questions, comments, or anything, you always available through text or through voicemail, area code 404-500-9017. So with that being said. Yo, and th shout out shout out to Jackson Joshua. Shout out to uh, Mixed by Preston. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know what? We have definitely forgot forgotten in weeks past man we wouldn't be able to do what we what we do uh put any of this on we have amazing audio like most people in the podcast space have podcast stuff we work on the highest grade quality uh studio microphones and we're one of the highest grade uh studio engineers in the business in uh in, in preston reed so thank you preston we got the great visual guys and jack and josh uh my aka my sons my seeds uh, I thank you guys, and uh, believe me, they don't come cheap. You think you think this is free? You got it all wrong. They 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 collect their money, and the they have, meter's running. The meter's running, and they have very very uh, dangerous collection me methods. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not bringing the car back. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, yeah. So we'll, oh, and I want to send a shout out. Just I want to send a some shout out. Can I just can hey, I get a couple out, hey, man, shout let's out? Let's do it, man. You should send some shout outs. Dame Lillard, I want to shout out to Dame Lillard, Lillard yeah. for reaching out to the poll. We yeah, put a poll yeah. up. Shout out Dame Lillard for uh, reaching out and uh, and, uh, and making sure that I didn't put the wrong song up there. Exactly. So I got the right song up there, Dame. Nah, that's that's real big. Shout out to my dudes, Tab, Mac Bailey, all y'all dudes, Emmett, all the West Coast Shout brothers, out to Cookie. Pour it up, Sports <laughs> Cookie in Cleveland uh, from day one. Uh, B. Diddy. Travis. Down in Florida. Yeah. My man Travis, my man Mikael, everybody that support us, man. Yeah, we man, we got like we building the audience is building, man. So shout out to everybody who's been supporting, and uh, we're gonna be here doing it. In the meantime, I'm Mark Stewart. This is Rob hey, Hunter. You know somebody gonna be mad that we missed, but but we gonna get y'all. Don't I promise? We just this oh, was man, random. Zay. Oh man, Zay, yes, Zay, big supporter. Yeah, big shout supporter. Out to him. Zay. Shout out Anaje, everybody, everybody, man. Yeah. We forgot you. We get you next week. Believe that. Um, so it, well, I ain't week. listening no more. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, I'm Mark Stewart. This is my man Rob Hunter, and this is Stat Lines Matter. I ain't good for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face. I ain't good for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face.